0: You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. At 12.05 on this Friday, good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is one. It's John DePietro. This portion of The John DePietro Show on this Friday is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Now, listen, you want to be nice and comfortable in your home. As we all know, who knows what the summer could bring? Why not call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401 351-7600. 401-351-7600. JKL Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Wherever you can hear this show, hear me right now. Call JKL or maybe your cooling system is not working as efficiently as it could. With JKL Engineering, they'll keep you warm in the wintertime, in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. Call JKL Engineering right now. Estimates are free. Financing is available, whether you're in Lincoln or Bellingham or Rentham or Cumberland, called J.K.L. Engineering. And everywhere in between, 401-351-7600. Now, they're saying, predicting it's going to be a very, very hot, scorcher summer. So why not be nice and cool? Then you don't have to worry about it, J.K.L. And right now, highest rebates on the market. Estimates are free. Financing is available. For 53 years, they have been number one, J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, call them, 401-351-7600. Remember, J.K.L. Engineering, they do it right the first time. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And here's the thing on this Friday. All I'm suggesting is why not call them and get a free estimate. Free estimate. Find out. Don't you want to know? Central Air in your home. Or maybe in business, it's not working as effectively as it could, 401 351 Well, folks, it's 1207, excuse me, on this uh, Friday afternoon. It's John DePetro, Governor Mundo Press Briefing, coming up next hour. Remember, you can always go to the website, d e p e t r o dot com. Let's bring him on. It's uh, time for our weekly segment. He is our friend, the uh, leader of Ryle, which is uh, Rhode Islanders for Immigration. Uh, reform. And it's our friend Terry Gorman. Good afternoon, Terry. Good afternoon, John. Thank you for having me again. Absolutely. Terry, I want to, um, start off if you don't mind. Just, uh, if you're like me, Terry, you get nervous when I see that Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia trying to push everyone into the mail ballots. I don't like the sound of that in any way, Terry Gorman. No, I don't need to,
1: John. Not, not even a little bit. I, I think, you know, I think I could acquiesce to having it for the primary as long as she guaranteed that it was going to go back to the regular voting booths and all of that for the regular election. But other than other than the primary, I'm not in favor of that at all. If you just look around at the possible fraud that could occur with those things, you and I both know, we've, you know, heard it, seen it, the whole nine yards. One, one small example is the one I always cite, the fellow outside one of the polls, was caught with 1,100 mail-in ballots in his car. That's right. 1,100 mail-in ballots in his car. What does that tell you? Where was he headed?
0: <laughs> you know, he was signing them up as they were coming by. That's terrible. Terry, I want to touch on the fact, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro we speaking with our friend Terry Gorman. Terry, what we are seeing right now, one of the problems in Rhode Island and this spread, if people wonder the difference... You have certain states. I'll use – you know in New Hampshire, they actually still have daycares that are open, and they've had very little cases. But we are continuing to see, and no one will address it, but Terry, but one of the fallouts and problems, regardless of what your political background is, when you operate a sanctuary city the way Mayor Lord does and Mayor Deosa of Central Falls, and basically a sanctuary state, you're seeing some of the problems you have. Number one, you have a language barrier. Number two, you know, they're even saying this uh, at the briefings where uh, Governor Raimondo addresses it. A lot of the people, whatever we're going to call them, illegal, undocumented, but they're afraid to get tested. They don't want to go because they see National Guard people there. They are going to work at different places because they're technically not on the books. So they're not entitled to unemployment. A lot of the problems that we're having, Terry Gorman, is because of the fact this is, it's one thing when you have a crisis and emergency, but this is really showing the holes and the problems when you allow Providence and Central Falls to be two massive sanctuary cities. And, and Pawtucket also. And Pawtucket. John, yep. Pawtucket, it's, it's all
1: spilled over and you can't tell the difference between, between Central Falls and Pawtucket, which right. is a shame. Yeah, that's why I was born and brought up in Pawtucket. Never believe that that would be the case. You know, I'd I'd like to know what the percentage of uh, non-U.S. born uh, residents there are in the city of Pawtucket. I bet you people would be surprised. Yep. And and you're you're absolutely right on. This is I I want to think it's a blessing in disguise, John. But the longer we go, the less I believe that that it's going to expose the system for what it is. Where there's a, a, a awful lot of illegal aliens, Latinos, Liberians, refugees, the whole nine yards, working in all these places. And as you said, that, you know they they say they're afraid to come out.
0: They're, they're testifying, John. Illegal aliens are testifying at the state house. Well, not right now. Not right now. I'm no. I'm just talking about. <laughs> let's talk about like living in the present. This is one of the problems with. You know, even just the language barriers. Now, the governor's been trying to speak to them directly. And, you know, the governor has, um, if you go to her Facebook page, you know, her briefings are done in Spanish, but I've already talked to landlords and I even talked to Providence police. They say you go into a lot of these apartments that they they don't even, they don't have televisions. You know, a lot of people today now, like you watch TV on your phone or there's different methods. The idea that they're sitting down at one o'clock each day. And watching Governor Amundo on Channel 10 or Channel 12 or listening to her on my show. It's it's not happening. We have a a language barrier problem, which creates problems. But when you have people that don't have a primary care physician, that are living 10 and 12 in an apartment, that are, you know, that, that are, they're basically in some ways hesitant to come forward with their information. That that just exacerbates the problem, Terry. Uh, Central Falls, I believe Central Falls is the number one hotspot for coronavirus in the entire world. Yeah,
1: per capita, it is, John. It's just absolutely ridiculous, and nothing's being done. But all those things that you just stated, all of them—the powers that be, the governor, the Dr. Scott, Dr. McDonald—all of those people, they all know. Know every one of those things. And the, the Latino community, wh- wh- where is Pablo Rodriguez? Instead of c- criticizing That's the government right. and the system for not doing enough, what's he doing? Why isn't he at one of the sites in Central Falls saying, come on in here, get tested, there's nobody going to bother you? But, you know, wh- where's uh, Jim Vincent, guys like him? Where, where's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oh, I can't think of his name offhand no. but he's been, the guy's been here 37
0: years. And oh, Juan Garcia. Juan, Juan Garcia. Oh, yeah, I got to call him. Why aren't,
1: why aren't they all out individually at some of these testing centers saying, come on in? Look, we're, we're here to protect you. We're, you know, the governor said nobody's going to bother you if that's what the case is, because it's only affected all of the rest of us. Their, their own kind and all the rest of us are being affected by them not paying attention that that's one of the big things i think that they don't pay attention but that saying that they're afraid to they're afraid to come out of the shadows and get tested
0: i think that's that's a big farce hey terry what do you make of the fact i'm seeing right now that on um uh, narragansett town council set to vote monday on a resolution directing police <laughs> not to enforce any of the governor's coronavirus executive orders how about that what do you make of that yeah
1: well, I have mixed emotions on that, John. I don't know. I, maybe it's because I'm su- such an old fart, but the, uh, I, don't, I don't know that. Well, the first thing I say to people out there is if you could guarantee me that 95% of the people would go by all of the protocols, the mask, the 10 feet apart, the whole nine yards, all those things, and go out there and be free, go wherever, wherever they want, but go by what the rules are, then open it up. But that's not the case, John. We see that all over the place. That, you know, people defy the the, the police if they try to enforce the laws. They go out anyway. Go, this, John, I have a person call me uh, from uh, well, the Providence area <laughs> and said last Saturday and Sunday, there were thirty people. Thirty people, little kids, no masks, no nothing, having a big party in a parking lot. No, where are those people? Where are their heads? You know, and it's all—it's all the Latinos. Yeah. What, what? What? Why is? You know, I mean, it makes no sense to me that they just continue to do this, and we continue almost every day saying we're increasing our outreach to the. Minority community and the Latino community. Every day we're doing more and more and more, and all that's doing is encouraging more of them to come to Rhode Island. Terry, and maybe that's what the goal is, so we won't lose
0: a congressional seat. Well, we'll that's that they lot were lot people moved Yeah, no, that's what they were trying for, folks. Good afternoon, Terry Gorman is as my guest, folks. Uh, Terry, how about this headline: ACLU of Rhode Island files Clash action suit, Single release. Of all Wyatt detainees because of coronavirus, Terry, I, I've never seen the amount of focus that these people put on people living here illegally or criminals being detained at the Wyatt Detention Center. I, it, it's just mind blowing to me. They have no concern at all for the regular citizen.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think you're absolutely right again, John. That what what are they thinking? They they release all of those people. It's like, oh, it it's like. Releasing the prisoners from the ACI. But what do we do with them? You know, now you're finding out more and more people are infected at the ACI. We're releasing them. They're staying in the Wyndham Hotel in, in Cranston. Yeah. You know, come on. Where are these people going to go? They're all supposed to, when they let them out, they're supposed to guarantee they have a stable place to reside. Right. And if they let everybody out of the wire, where in the name of God are they going to go?
0: I heard of- that. I heard Terry Gorman that the that guy was uh, that was involved with the incident at Cumberland High School last weekend. I heard he was someone that had just been released from the ACI. There he was. What did he? Did he stab or shoot at the police officer? He stabbed the police officer in his eye. Yeah, and that's what I had heard. That he had just been it, released. If, that, if that's the case, John, What you know it? I know it. It's in the paper. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do the authorities think? What does Narona think? Right. The Rona thinks that's a good idea to let them out of out of prison. You know, I I imagine there are some people in there that are in prison that are really, you know, repentant and sorry they committed the crime and all of that, and maybe somehow on a case by case basis that could be addressed, but but not not by governor's administration or Rona. by right. just 10, 10 or twelve average citizens. They go plead their case to them, yeah, and they make the they make the decision. And, and then maybe some of them could be let out. But for the most part, John, it, it's all over the country. You see these things are happening. Yep. T- child rapists are let out of prison in New York. And in three weeks, they're raping another child. Th- th- does that make sense?
0: No. And certain types of inmates, Terry Gorman, for instance, let's just say there was someone arrested and they're doing time for I'm just going to give an example. Like they're moving. You know, a couple, like two pounds of marijuana or something. I mean, I have less of a problem with them being let out. But anyone involved with like a crime towards a child or a rape or any type of like a dangerous assault or murder, even if you will, none of those people should be let out. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to my brother's disposal. Now, listen, use this time. Do some spring cleaning. Call brother's disposal today. 688-0517. 517 Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have the purple and yellow, which uh jump out at you as the Laker colors. But maybe you have some unwanted belongings. Maybe as you've been home, you realize, you know, I could use some extra space in my garage or my basement or your attic, maybe old furniture, maybe something rusted. maybe just unwanted belongings. Call Brothers Disposal today and they'll deliver a dumpster right to your home or business. 688- Zero five one seven six eight eight zero five one seven. It's brother's disposal right now it's twelve nineteen. It's Sean Despico. We we'll speak with uh, our friend Terry Gorman Terry, this is um but something that that no one can deny. there's been so much effort uh gone into and in, um all the time right now, a lot of the testing seems to be focused around. Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. So you have other parts of the state where people have been staying at home and following the orders, and um, you know the number of people going in the hospitals going down, the deaths. But because of those that are not following the rules or they're really illegals, the you know everything is canceled for the entire summer.
1: Yeah, John, that, that's absolutely ludicrous. I, I just, I just don't, I just don't understand why, why that is. All the governor has to do she t- she takes a ride right down around the beach to make sure there's no crowds of more than five people gathering together she should take a ride to every single one of the testing centers yeah to see how many people are lined up to get a test there aren't very many yeah there aren't very many oh
0: is and- that right in particular <laughs> look, look, John last
1: night last night on TV it showed
0: four different centers on channel 10 yeah four different centers and the people
1: that the working there were standing beside the tent with their arms folded.
0: Wow, you know, huh. I, I mean, how many how many people are in the, in those communities
1: are being tested? Memorial Hospital, they put a center, a testing center at Memorial Hospital, and it was all over Facebook. there's like eighteen pictures on Facebook where there, were, where there was nobody there. Huh. I personally took a ride to the one in in uh, South Providence, and there was nobody there. There were two police officers and and the whole crowd, the the staff. And I, I said to the police officer, where's the crowd? He just he just rolled his head. He rolled his head. He said.
0: <laughs> rolled his, eye, rolled
1: be. his eyes. Rolled his I'm eyes. Sorry. Yeah. He rolled, rolled his eyes. And he, I, I said to the, the other fella, you know, how many people come a day anyway? Oh, he said, we we uh, project 40 people a day. And the, the other guy rolled his eyes again. Like forty people a day. Where are they? Yeah, and, and that's right in the center of their community. Wow. What does it take to get them to, to, to come out there? Yeah, and and I go back to the same thing. I want to say and I can't emphasize it enough. John is the Hispanic or Latino leadership in the state of Rhode Island. If forty five percent of their community is infected with this virus. Why the hell aren't they out there that's right. on the front lines yep. every day
0: instead of being on TV demanding that the governor take care of the situation? You're right. You're right. If that's where the ball has really been dropped. Yes, it has. So. The, the state of Rhode Island didn't drop the ball. No. The, 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 the Latino leadership has dropped the ball in this case, in my opinion. Yeah. But again, you know, this is, this is, I'll leave it at this, Terry. It, this is a problem that Alorza, Diosa, Agrabian should be held accountable for. It's their communities. You have a major problem when you have people that because of how they are living here, they won't follow the procedure and then they're putting on everyone else at risk. If you have a bunch of people in a building and the building's on fire, and for whatever reason they won't evacuate the building and follow instructions that that's a problem the language barrier they're afraid to get tested anastasia williams was saying get rid of the national guard they're afraid because the uniforms like this is ridiculous how much are we supposed to change our procedures how we're doing things for people terry they're not even supposed to be here in the first place and and, and not paying attention and john another thing another thing I haven't
1: seen statistics on this, but how about all these high-rise apartments? Yes. Good point. I can't speak for any other community. Yep. Go to Pawtucket. Right. I was told by one a person in leadership in, in Pawtucket, oh, I see you're up to your, still up to your old issue, Terry. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, hopefully I'll never give up. Maybe
0: oh, my goodness. Done.
1: She said, you should come to our place and see the, the illegals in our place. This is an official now. Wow. And, uh... I
0: said,
1: w- where's
0: your place? It's the Tucker Housing Authority. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Illegals. Exactly I, I gotta leave it there. I, I gotta but, leave it there, Terry. You stay safe. Good to talk you to you. Too. All right, folks. All right. There he is, our friend Terry Gorman, right here with John DePietro. This portion of the John DePietro show, folks, we're gonna take a break in just a moment, uh, with Jeff is brought by Soul Source Restoration. Remember, Coronavirus Cleaning Disinfection Service, Rhode Island. Massachusetts and Connecticut call Sol, SOLE, S-O-L-E, SOLE Source Restoration today at 401-712-2700. 712-2700. Coronavirus cleaning, CDC approved protective equipment post cleanup. No one can do coronavirus cleaning or disinfection service like SOLE Source Restoration. 401-712-27. It's John DePietro. This is the John DePietro Show. You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePetro Show.
2: You are listening to
0: special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePetro Show. J. K. L. Engineering Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering, let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90 percent they have the highest rebates in the market and they also do new installation replacement of high efficiency gas boilers now jkl is a carrier factory authorized dealer their license in rhode island and massachusetts folks let's face it being inside being comfortable in your home is there anything more important right now with what we're going through call jkl engineering central air is a game changer for your life talk about improving quality of life here's what i'm saying jkl they'll keep you warm in the winter time and cool in the summertime 53 years of experience their reputation second to none whether you're in rhode island or massachusetts call jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available for both residential and commercial call my friends at jkl 401 Three five one seventy six hundred. 7600 Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. JKL 401 7600 600. Well, folks, it's time for our legal segment. Let's bring him on. He is uh, Rhode Island's top attorney. It is our legal analyst attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to start off, if you don't mind, with um, obviously big developments in in uh, Wisconsin with the Supreme Court overturning the governor there, saying the stay-at-home order, uh, he has overstepped his bounds.
3: Yes, uh, this is something I believe we'll be seeing in many uh, states um, as a, there's a tug of war between opening up versus uh, staying shut down. Uh, the Wisconsin Supreme Court overruled the action the governor attempted to take. Um, the governor had um, executive authority per Wisconsin law to have an emergency that declared in a health uh, crisis, but only for a specific period of time. When that period of time elapsed, the governor attempted to extend it unilaterally. He was challenged in court saying, you don't have the authority to do this. Um, your power ends on a date certain. I believe the date was April 24th. He had tried to extend it to May 24th. The Wisconsin Supreme Court said, no, you don't. You can't do that. You're overreaching. You're obligated at this point to work with the Wisconsin of uh, House of Representatives, the elected individuals, um, representing various towns or jurisdictions in the state of Wisconsin. So now, uh, folks who don't like what the Supreme Court of Wisconsin did are saying, well, you're creating a free-for-all because it's going to be a patchwork. Different towns, different, um, counties are going to have different local standards for what it takes to open up. Um. Certainly, there is a political overlay to all of these types of decisions. My understanding is that the Wisconsin Supreme Court is elected, and one of the conservative judges, Judge Kelly, was recently defeated in an election, and he lost his—he will be losing his seat in the immediate future to a liberal challenger. So, I think that the Republican majority on that court. So. To the extent politics is involved, uh, this was the time for them to take action because in a couple of months they won't have the majority and I'm sure the governor would have been upheld. Unfortunately, there's a political overlay to everything that's going on around the country. Um, in this situation, clearly the judge of the, excuse me the governor of Wisconsin overreached and exceeded his authority. Every state has a different statutory scheme. Rhode Island has a unique scheme, John we've discussed in the past, Um, Judge Flanders has opined on the extent and limitations of um, Governor Raimondo's authority. These challenges are going to be popping up around the country. Michigan's ripe for a challenge. Texas is ripe for a challenge. New Jersey's ripe for a challenge. And it's going to be a question of interpreting each state's statutory authority to the executive um, and what's the extent of the governor's emergency powers and for how long do those emergency powers last if you look at the state of California, um, Governor Newsom, I believe it's the governor, maybe also the mayor of Los Angeles, said we're, we're extending these emergency um, orders indefinitely. You can't do that. You can't have an emergency indefinitely with no end in sight, with no uh, opportunity for legislative review or judicial review. It's, it's a complete, blatant, power a complete blatant overreach by the executive branch of these various state governments and it's going to be reeled in tim i just um i just spoke with judge bob flanders and
0: they certainly seem to be hinting at a potential lawsuit with governor Mundo saying that she's overstepped her bounds uh what can you tell us about the argument that judge bob flanders has put forward
3: I agree with Judge Flanders' sentiment, and even if I disagreed with the judge, which I don't, but if I did, I would do so with some trepidation because my experience with him when he was on the bench is to be extraordinarily bright, um, well-researched, well-reasoned, and um, if you want to challenge him on the law... You better have done your homework, and I expect that's what the governor's office is going to be doing now, scrambling to see if they can beat uh, the allegations that the the judge is bringing. The one thing I'm not clear on in terms of what the judge is saying is when you look at the Rhode Island statutes, which provide authority for the governor to take action in the event of an emergency, um, the time limitation is unclear. So, statutorily, um, there's no specific end if you look at the statutes that the governor keeps referencing in all of her executive orders. So, the Rhode Island statutory scheme is clearly different than what's in Wisconsin, which had a definite termination date on how long the the governor could have one of these uh, emergency orders in place think it should be challenged. I think the judge or someone on his behalf should bring an action to clear the deck on what Governor Raimondo can do if she's overreaching and more importantly for how long can she keep doing this. We've talked about it before Tom. All of these orders, all of this emergency, all of this stay at home was to flatten the curve so we would not overtax emergency rooms with um, COVID patients. We've accomplished that. So the need for the emergency, which was specifically related to ERs, has now been addressed and taken care of. Now that that's done, various governors around the country are saying, well, 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 if I don't keep doing this, people will get sick, people will die. That was never the intent of any of these stay-at-home orders. Clearly, people are going to continue to contract this um, virus. Some will get moderately sick some may die the same with the flu seasons but we don't stop the country for that we flattened the curve. Mission accomplished. These these emergency orders must start to abate and be put aside. Tim, what about, uh, by the way, folks, we,
0: we do actually have some breaking news on this Thursday. Senator Richard Burr will step down as chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee when the FBI probe of his, he was the one with, involved with the stock sale early weeks of the coronavirus pandemic. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said uh, he contacted me this morning in form of decision st- Step aside as chairman of the Intelligence Committee during the pendency of this investigation. We agreed the uh, decision. Tim, this goes back to we had covered this. He was one of the, the people that had sold some stock in the early weeks of the coronavirus.
3: He has sold some stocks. There is, I believe, a appointed senator whose husband is the chairman of the New York Stock Exchange. She sold us some stocks and bought some stocks in a very strategic manner. Um, she hasn't um, recanted or apologized or stepped aside. Um, you know, when, when these elected officials do get inside information and they get caught. Um, Most won't admit it. Most won't step aside. Um, Good for Burr for stepping aside. It's the right thing for him to do. What he did was um, inexcusable and... um Tim stepping aside his chair is certainly the right
0: thing to do. It's too bad more of them don't do the same when they get caught red handed Folks, good afternoon. It's Sean Petro on this Thursday. We're speaking with our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, just to follow up on uh, Judge Flanders in uh, the Rhode Island Center for Freedom and Prosperity, Mike Stenhouse, it certainly sounds as if they're going to have a legal challenge with Governor Raimondo. Is this kind of paving the way, Tim Dodd, that we may find out? Let's just say, no again, this is May, uh, but And eventually, we don't know what's going to happen this summer. Uh, The governor is hinting that tourists coming to Rhode Island might have to be tested. She still isn't even sure whether or not – I mean, I I don't know why you – you wouldn't rent a beach house, come to Rhode Island for a week if you have to stay inside the beach house and you can't even go anywhere, you can't go to the beach, you can't go to restaurants. I mean, I I don't know who would do that. Um, But what about – is it potential that this summer or into the fall – two people that were wildly affected by it well you have several i mean let's look at some of the big ones the newport jazz fest the Newport folk fest the bristol 4th of july parade could they potentially bring a lawsuit saying that when the state basically forced them to cancel these events they were overstepping the bounds and as a result of that Tim Dodd, they can show massive loss of money yes any of those entities you just out um
3: itemized, any of them could bring an action um, on the same grounds of you know the executive branch overreaching the authority that it has. And again, not to not to beat the same drum, but all of uh, Governor Raimondo's executive orders were to flatten the curve and to stop emergency rooms from being overwhelmed, such that the medical system would collapse under the weight of new cases, all at the same time. That objective has been realized. She succeeded very well in that objective. Now, it seems to me these additional provisos that she's putting on and the limitations that she's continuing to place on businesses exceeds the emergency which first gave her the power to do any of this stuff. So I think she is in the area of overreach. I think she's well intended. I wouldn't want to be in her shoes, but... um, all of these executive orders that she's coming across with have a negative impact on the vast majority of rhode islanders who um are complying with the rules and are observing the you know all of the six foot distancing and wearing a mask and washing your hands um we all suffer for a very small segment of the population which could still be in jeopardy from this um, virus such as folks in um nursing homes senior citizens and the like
0: um well the median age is 81 in rhode island 82 in mass and tim i just had judge bob flanders on he he and his wife had it and they just had mild symptoms he's not young i'm not sure exactly how old he is he's definitely i believe he's in his 70s but he's uh he's seemingly fine that that would be pretty interesting if he's the one to bring the challenge in the lawsuit and he he is in fact he had the virus and it, it didn't kill him. It said, He said he was able to even work through the whole thing.
3: As we've discussed before, if this governor or any governor around the country says, my decisions are informed by and dictated by the science, well, that's all nice talk, but it's not reality. Because if you were concerned about letting science dictate the actions that you take to protect the citizenry. You'd be most concerned about people maybe over 70 as you indicated. You'd be most concerned about people in nursing homes. You'd be most concerned about people who are obese, have heart disease, have COPD, uh, have diabetes. Those are the indicia for people who are at risk. Not 18-year-old kids. Not 30-year-old professionals. You know, that, that's... It's... it's it's like when you're trying to treat let's say cancer with chemotherapy you're killing a lot of good cells to get at the bad cells right here you're locking down the whole state instead of targeting those folks who are truly at risk the vast majority of our islanders are not at risk to get seriously ill or to die from this thing but this blanket approach is killing the economy and stopping, let's assume, 90% of Rhode Islanders from doing what they should be doing, and she could be targeting the 10%. She can't do it, however, as a practical matter, because she'd be um, accused of having bias towards obese people or bias against people with diabetes. What's she gonna do, ask people to get on a scale that will inform whether you can go back to work or not. She can't do it as a practical matter. But if she really wants to be surgical in her approach as to who needs protection, that's what she should be doing. But she won't.
0: Hey, Tim, can you touch on the uh, the barber in Michigan? He's refused to shut down. He's still cutting hair. They may pull his license and so forth. But he's the New York Times has that story. Boy, he's willing to push it.
3: He's willing to push it. They have suspended his license. If he continues to cut hair, they will revoke his license. And he is on the same trajectory as the hairdresser in Dallas. Now, she was first. She was the most noteworthy. She wound up getting a half a million dollars in GoFundMe and other contributions. You know, the second one at the plate, the third person to challenge, the fourth, and so on, may not be as high profile, may not generate as much sympathetic sympathetic financial support. Um, so he is on the same trajectory to potentially wind up being imprisoned Again, if a court says you're enjoying a restraint from continuing to operate, and he does, he's violating a court order, and the the sanction for violating a court order is contempt and potential imprisonment. And if a judge confined what a judge would do in terms of contempt and possible jail to that, it'd be within their rights, even if the underlying law is wrong court decisions and court orders have to be complied with and the judges are very jealous of making sure they're enforced. The difference here is from the guy in Texas, the judge in Texas is that judge overreached and trying to basically make that woman get on bended knee and apologize to all the politicians, yeah. which was way beyond the scope of what he should have ever asked her to do, um, which is why that was such an inflammatory situation. Yeah. But this this fellow that you just mentioned, he is on a trajectory to be held in contempt, to have uh, legal proceedings broadcast him, and he does risk incarceration. And if it's not as inflammatory as, as the Dallas um, hairdresser, he, he might not get the same amount of um, popular public support.
0: Tim, um, I got to take a break in three minutes, but um, what, what can you tell us about the Michael Flynn case? What, what, what should we know about this? I know it's long and involved, but just what's well, the uh, bullet points on it. Uh, when a prosecutor says,
3: "I want to, I want to dismiss this case." I have become aware of prosecutorial misconduct. I have become aware that the evidence that we obtained was illegally obtained. It's the theory that we learn in law school. Everything that they used against Mike Flynn is the fruit fruit of a poisonous tree. So if the tree is poisonous, if the investigation was poisonous, then the fruit, i.e. the evidence obtained, is poisonous as well. Now, the fact is that these prosecutors perhaps only learned the full extent of the um, uh, abuses and illegal activity by the FBI uh, only now. Now, so Flynn pled guilty, but if before sentencing, the uh, federal prosecutors dropped the case. He's never sentenced, so there's really no impact on him. For this judge to invite Amicus Curie briefs on this and to bring in a retired judge to serve as the prosecutor when the prosecutor doesn't want to represent the government's position in the way the judge thinks that the prosecutor should. That's an outrageous overreach by this judge. It's completely wrong. I'm not sure if Flynn's attorney can appeal at this point um, what this judge is ordering. This judge is opening this up to everyone who doesn't like the president and Mike Flynn to submit a friend of the court brief, And folks who are in favor of Mike Flynn and the president to flood the court with a friend of the court brief favorable to Mike Flynn. But the judge should not be assigning a retired judge to step in to argue what she thinks the prosecutor should be arguing. That's Absolutely improper. Folks, he
0: is I gotta take a break there. Folks, he is again attorney Tim Dodd. It's John De Petro. We're gonna um again uh we're gonna take it's John De Petro and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, any type of building. You need soul source restoration or an island-based company, and it's soul, S O L E, like the sole of your shoe. Soul Source Restoration. Call them today at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. You know, Soul Source Restoration, folks, they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need. As far as residential, is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses, for your family, for your friends, for yourself. Soul source restoration. Same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike C.P. of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes soul source restoration different than every other
2: company. We're a full service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about fifteen years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true ninety nine point nine percent disinfectant service. Mike, Soul
0: Source Restoration, and again folks, it's S O L E, Soul Source Restoration. What is what would you say? What is the goal? What is the goal of the company?
2: Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers.
0: And with soul source restoration, what is the difference? Equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company, certainly in Rhode Island right now. But the way I understand it, I've heard is you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have.
2: We utilize CDC-approved hospital-grade disinfectant enhanced with sporocyte and viricide, that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers. These microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to 3 to 5 micron, which is basically a fancy word for a micromillimeter. This allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material, giving you a true 99.9% kill of all pathogens.
0: You know, Mike, right now someone is listing saying, John petro this does sound fine. Mike C.P., Soul service restoration, it sounds fine. But I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus.
2: These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus.
0: Mike, with Soul source restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic, everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service?
2: Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers.
0: Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401 712 2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's Any type of business, you heard CDC approved, environmentally and pet friendly. They have the protective equipment. They have the type of equipment that you need. Don't take any chances. A Rhode Island-based company, and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus. Sole Source Restoration. Call them today. Home or business. 401 712 2700, 401-712-2700. 2700, 401-712-2700. It's Soul Source Restoration, Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Again, look for them online, Restoration.com. Hi, this is Steve at Water Filter
3: Company. You heard John speak about his. Now you can own your own $249 drinking water system for just $199. That's $50 off. This ends May 29th, 2020. Call Water Filter Company. Say John's name. Save 50 bucks and you get all the safe, clean water you can ever need. I don't have enough time to discuss all the benefits here, but we'll when you call. Don't let this deal go by. Call Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Save 50 bucks. It all ends May 29th, 2020.
0: Remember, for your business... Mega truck and trailer appear. Call them today, 508-336-2110. MEG, mega truck and trailer appear. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Mega truck and trailer appear. FHWA inspections or an Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. You're listening to the John DePetro show. Weekdays, we start at eleven, we go until two. Non-stop coverage, pandemic worldwide. The coronavirus hits Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. Go to the website depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can listen live at the website. You ever miss any coverage. At the website at the top, click on Radio Show. You can listen. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's John DePietro Show. And as always, you can email me, john at dipetro.com. Much more ahead. Pandemic coverage on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now, listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead. Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies. They fill Blue Rhino. And they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129. 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401 401- 621 8129. Now is the time to stock up. It's drive in, no weight, propane filling station. They'll fill up your tank. Now is the time. You want to make sure you don't know what's going to happen. And if in fact you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue, in Providence. I, I'm stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. Back your this is too much. Both think out of the restaurants. They stopped them from selling mixed drinks. That could have been open. What a The General Assembly, Speaker Nick Mattiello, they have abandoned their jobs. It is now up to the people to let Governor Raimondo know this is unacceptable. We need to reopen the state. Help the businesses stay alive. All these phases are not going to work. That's not the way democracy works. You can't cancel the summer. How many people want people to arrive? to get married again. Weddings should
1: continue.
0: This summer, how many people want to bring back the music festivals in Rhode Island? We're not idiots. We know how to social distance and wash your hands. How many people agree? Do not stop people and arrest them if they're not wearing a mask. That's not how we do things. United States of America. Let me hear you. Governor Amundo, you need to listen to the people. If you're riding around in your car right now, you can listen either 99.9 FM or also AM 1380. Honk your horn. If you're home right now, you're in your lunch hour. Hop in your car. Our democracy is broken. We need to take the power. This is not even reopened Rhode Island. This is retake Rhode Island. Let me hear you. There's Anthony. 100 people in Walmart, yet 10 at a funeral, and church is still closed. We need to reopen those churches. And all the police out here, I know you're with the people. The work police. We will not give out fines for mass. Let's hear it for the Warwick Police. The state police are supposed to protect the people. They are not the private stormtroopers for Governor Raimondo. Last time I checked, she is the governor, not the queen of Rhode Island. Let's hear it out there. Wait those flags those horns of your listening and keep circling the state house. Today we begin to retake the state. Let me hear you. Re-take the, retake the state. Retake the state. Retake the state. Give yourselves a round of applause out here. Let's hear those horns of your riding around. Again, tell your friends, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, we are not going to take it any longer. The suffering has gone on long enough. The median age in Rhode Island is 82. They have destroyed our economy because people 100 years old are dying in nursing homes. The nursing homes is on the state, not on you. A big part of the spread is ill giving the illegal aliens 500 a month. Let me hear you. If you agree with me, I say no money for the illegals. This is a perfect time to start the deportations. This is not a sanctuary city. This belongs to the people. Now, folks, we have a number of people that want to speak to you. Let's bring them up. He's my... Portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look right now. Spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same day, text estimate 401 617 2585. They have a great Facebook page. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Let's get rid of that algae, mildew that's outside in your home, the side of your home, on your pavement, on your patio. Maybe it's on the basketball court. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of you. You know it just happens you build up some of that algae and mildew and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime bethel certified soft wash power wash especially now we're spending more time outside you want your house and property to look the best it can jared did a fantastic job my neighbors are saying my goodness Juan, look how beautiful your house look it looks so clean my kid said daddy it's like the house got a bath i said it did get a bath from bethel certified soft wash Text Jared, free same day text estimate, 401-617-2585. Find them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. It's going to make your property, your home, your deck, your walkway, any outdoor surface. He can get rid of it as far as the algae, mildew, gets rid of it with a very safe solution. It's Bethel Certified Softwash.